But the next topic I want to bring up, and I know as soon as I say it, Pagan's going to fucking start smiling. <laughs> We're going to talk about race play. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and being that I know this is something that's near and dear to my man's heart, I'm going to let you ha- – I'm, I'm going to pass the blunt to you first, Pagan. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not even going to limit you on how you talk about it. I'm just going to throw the topic of race play at you and let you respond however you see all fit. Because right. more than likely, we're all going to wind up echoing what you say. <laughs> you know what I'm you're the, you're, the ba- oh, you're, the, you're the band leader on this topic, so – Oh my goodness. It's not like the way you just you touted that it's like I gotta go buy raceplay.com now. Like that's <laughs> like, 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 like it's 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 not all like that. It is it is a part of my repertoire. No, it's exactly no, it's exactly like and, that. It's exactly nice. like that. Yeah. <laughs> to harken right, back to earlier in this conversation, let's call a spade a spade. It's, it's like <laughs> Oh man. Oh I okay. All right. So yes, let's do that. Own it. Um, Own it, yeah. motherfucker. Own it. No, no. I mean, we we've actually already just started talking about this. Like, there are there are things that you can lean into with the right partner, and it has to be someone who is ready to go there with you because, you know, as you brought up before, Michael, we're in a time when people are questioning themselves. Um, people that never question themselves or people just coming into it are questioning whether they should. Um, so when you do have, I think those tensions or the people who are reticent or the people who grew up around a racist, you know, parents or whatever, um, there's an energy to that that's rooted in something kind of dark and not good. It's like actual racism and things that have happened through history and taboos. We all know a lot of these things we don't have to go into, but let's just say there's, there's like a whole backstory to race play, especially in America. And if you are able to flip that on its head um, and you're with a partner that will go there with you, because a lot of times I've found, especially with just white women, they're just looking for permission from you. Mm-hmm. Once you give them permission and they feel comfortable because they face it, I mean, they're, they're white and they know, they know they're not supposed to do those things. Um, so that's what charges it though. And it creates a whole nother fucking level. If a person is more casual about race and they're like, yeah, it's not really a big thing to me. And we all know that's cool, but there's just not going to be that level of energy there. There's, there's a wavelength and when someone is really into it and you're into it, it is bananas, the electricity that can happen. Um, but, you know, it is something that is a very volatile subject right now. I'll be honest with you, for those of us that find it kinky, that's not making it any less hot. Because <laughs> if it's a hot topic right now, that is something that charges it more. So, you know, but for those who don't or don't, think that it's a, a thing that would you should explore again I, I would say there there's a lot of other fetishes out there that no one questions but they don't say like well you should do that out on the street when you're questioning race play if that's the one that that like you know sticks in your craw it's not about the race play it's about you and your viewpoints on race and that's fine for you but there's others of us that come from a different place and it is a fuel to a fire that you you may never understand, but believe me, is real. All right. So let me ask you a question, P. Why do you why do you lean into it so much? Like like obviously you're a proponent of it. You know what I'm saying? But why are you such a proponent of it? Like like what is it what does it do for you? Why is it what itch does it scratch for you? I mean, the, one. <laughs> I I know on some levels that I grew up in a time when, you know, things were a little very different than they are now. Like we all did, and race was. I didn't grow up in the '60s or the '50s or the, you know some of these decades where to go back in time and be a black person is the last thing you want to do. I grew up 
in a time period though where there is still and in an area of the country um where there was still racial tensions but i also grew up in a, like a religious environment where race wasn't a thing like you know it was it was two worlds i was in like the real world where i was encountering like the first time i heard the i think the first time um i heard the n word uh, a pickup truck went by and these white dudes called me a nigger and spit on me. That was my first version of it, not in a song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that plays into it, I'm sure. But then I also was raised in a kind of utopian thing where, you know, in the church I was in, like black people could rise up to the highest ranks. And there was no these, these people were integrating before it was legal and going to jail because they wouldn't segregate their church. That's the kind of church I went to is like way from back in the day. So I was able to see that race is an illusion and bullshit because it is race is a construct. We all have melanin. It's just different degrees of it. So it's really a, a thing that we're all just the human race. And this whole thing about, well, you're this color and you're from here. That's all stuff that we've constructed and people profit from it and shit. And I get that. That's the intellectual side of me. But on the kink side of me, race is a real motherfucking thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that that thing has got power because of the real thing that I just talked about. But when I play with it, it's a fucking toy for me. It's for me to work shit out and enjoy myself and for the, my partner, too. And, I, and they get an energy from me that just other people don't get in other situations, frankly. So it's all around. That's, I think, what charges me and, and somewhere it might come from. No, that's 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 you know that's dope, and you know, like I said, man, you the you the poster kid for this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you the, you the, you the, you the, you know you the pie piper on all this. That's why I wanted to have you go first. All right, Dimitri, man, race play. I know you a kinky motherfucker too. You know what I'm saying? So what what what's what's race play to you, bro? How you feel about it? How you get down with it? How do you keep it in perspective? You know, what are your thoughts on it? Well, you know, uh, I always heard about it before I practiced it, you know, and uh, I had a, I, it was a conflicting for me, but I kept an open mind. So I said, if I'm going to go into this, I'm going to go 100. <laughs> and I went 100. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, I went through the car carrying KKK to get my experience. You know, and just like Peggy said, you know, at the gist of it, they asking for permission. So, but I was also asking for permission to be a low down verbal and vocal dirty motherfucker too in the act of sex. So, we had that conversation first. Hey, if you're going to bring it, I'm bringing it too. And I'm going to be louder. I'm going to be vocal. Mm -hmm. And bro, once once we had that conversation and a comfort was there, and hey, we match word to word, energy, energy. I mean, what she, the more she yelled nigga dick, and I told her this how much a white cunt she's gonna be. And the more she yelled nigga dick, the more deep I tried to show my face's mouth. I mean, like, okay. it turned me on. Like, okay, you ever went into something with a hard dick, but the more and more you get into it, or you hear her voice, your dick still grow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you, you, your yeah, shit yeah. is growing in this bitch's throat, and I never a bitch, but plus <laughs> throat, and it, 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 it was so great for her husband because I was also talking shit to him, and I was talking so much shit to him, and I was like, dude, I was telling him in his fucking face while he sit down and watch, get your punk ass right there. It's your punk ass right there, you little white boy, you little baby dick white boy. Now, when I get you fucking this fucking sweat like I'm going, I'm going to run out of this fucking house like I'm running for my freedom. Catch me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was fucking great. You know? It felt like a movie. You know, it was like you put on your best performance. Like, God damn, I could really be an actor. Like, it was that type of thing. <laughs> and at the end of it, it was respect. It was it was a great sense of respect to see that uh you're human, like Pagan said, you know, and sometimes you're gonna have to water down that word that turn that color 
and just see humans. And of course, you know, I drowned his wife in calm and spit and every fucking thing else. I can he didn't drink out my body. Pineapple yeah. juice. Pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. I'm a sponsor for pineapple juice, but I had this to part go. Of the, this part of the show is sponsored by Dole. <laughs> oh, okay. But, you know, think about it. You know. Think about this now. If you're going to embrace the race play, I don't want to embrace it with somebody that's going to act it. I want to embrace it with somebody that's going to live it because it fascinates me from a way a person thinks and was brought up. So if that's your thought process of bringing up, I got to also let you know how I was brought up. But I'm still going to fuck the shit out your wife. I'm going to fuck the shit out your wife like mm-hmm. she's the only wife. And I'm taking her from you. But when I give her back to you, she's going to be too tired to fuck you. Or she's going to be too loose for you to fit in. <laughs> I mean, that's that mm-hmm. the energy. And I tell you, now this is a funny thing. When I walked in this guy's house, because I went to the bell of the beast. I went to their house. This guy didn't shake my hand. But when I walked out, he shook my hand and hugged me. And said, I'll see you later, buddy. <laughs> And that was my point of like, I was like, God damn, again, another badge of my Boy Scout vest. <laughs> so it was great for me. It was an experience. I embraced it. <laughs> uh, I don't hold anything negative about it. I kept an open mind and I saw the positive about it. <laughs> and I got a chance to fuck a hot ass racist white woman <laughs> while her racist ass husband watched. And yeah, we still call it day to day. So it was a great experience for me. Conflict that's 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 a <laughs> that's a good segue to Mr. Mocha because I had a conversation with you and I think it was on your I can't remember if it was me on your podcast or you on mine, but you had said something about mm. having been with a couple or a woman who was racist and how you were able to process that. And so kind of tagging off of what uh Dimitri just said, Mr. Mocha what are your thoughts on the whole race play thing? Like, how do you get down with it? Well, I hate to disappoint you fellas, but I don't have a whole lot of experience with it. All right. But being that I am a fucked up individual and I'm a sexual deviant, I've stumbled across it by mistake, like over and over. Like it just, <laughs> like I'm one of those things. St- you stumbled across it over like and it, over. It, 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 it <laughs> it, so, so I'm going to tell the experience that I told, you before because that's when me and Mrs. Mocha was was there and that was fucking hilarious. Um, but one of the first times it happened to me, one of my boys set me up, but didn't he didn't tell he didn't let me know we we're going into. Like he's this is my guy, so he's like, hey, you know, you and Miss Mocha want to come over. This is couple, and she likes black guys. All right, cool. It's going to be me and, and, you know, maybe her husband will be there and one, more, one other guy. Okay, cool. <laughs> we get there and first, first she's like, she has this rape fantasy, all right? And he's like, okay, she, I, we get there and he says it, not, not on the way there, not when he called me, not the 30-minute drive I took, he couldn't call me and say, hey, here's the... I get there. He's like, oh, yeah, she wants you to kind of take it. What do you mean kind of take it? Now, you know, Mrs. Mocha's a fucking goofball, so she's thoroughly entertained. So, like, now um, I start playing with her and she's a yoga instructor, so she's strong as shit. And she's like, no, no. And and like she says under her breath, like, I think I heard her say nigger, but I wasn't sure. So I like looked over to my left at Mrs. Mocha <laughs> and Mrs. Mocha's like looking like she's like, what the fuck? And so I'm like, maybe she did say it. Maybe she did. <laughs> maybe she didn't. So, but she said it in her breath because she's feeling me out. So she said it again. And this time I looked over to the husband and mm-hmm. the husband was looking. And so they're both feeling me out. And I look at my boy and he's got this big smile on his face. Like, ha ha, I got you. Like, 
Oh, this how we, this what we doing? Okay, okay, I can make this work. So it, it was funny because he knew this, and I'm looking around, and once I looked at his face, he looks at my face, and he's got this big ass smile on his face. I look at Mrs. Mocha, who's fucking horrified, but she sees the entertainment on his face and my face. And now she's entertained, and I'm like, okay, fuck it, I can do this. Let's make it happen. So. That was like one. Mm-hmm. That was like my first experience. Mm-hmm. Now, before that, in the vanilla world, I played with a woman for quite a while. Who she told me that her family was affiliated with a certain group of people, and he was like um, the top of whatever their little thing is. And she's like, "Oh, you know, my grandfather found that we're doing this. They literally kill you." And I'm like, really? No, seriously, they would. I'm like, what the fuck? Bend over. That was, I mean, like I said, I'm fucked up person. So Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that, you know, and I, and, and it, you know, I honestly only wanted to fuck her a couple of times, but after she told me that, I was like, I'm going to fuck you every time I get a chance. But to go back to the story, the Mm -hmm. one that I told you, uh, Mrs. Mocha and I were a trap and um, Mrs. Mocha's in the locker room. And there's a couple in there. And, you know, if you don't know my wife, my wife is white. She's got long red hair. She's pale as they come. And so I guess maybe it's one of those things where some white people look at her and go, oh, yeah, she's white. So I can say anything around her. Black girl bumps into her. And the lady, when the black girl walks away, the lady says to her husband, well, that nigger bitch better not bump into me again. So Mrs. Mocha is offended. So she's looking for me to tell me this. Now, I'm in the back and I'm walking out and I come across a couple. You know, you know how you're walking out of you're walking down the hall and you go left, but they go right and you go right. Then they go left. So you kind of each other's way. Yeah, yeah we're sort of doing this dance. dance with this lady mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we find up coming face to face and she like rubs my chest and she says how sexy I am, blah, blah, blah. Scene two, Mrs. Mocha and I are in the bar and she's saying, oh, my God, you won't believe what happened. I'm in the locker room. She tells me what happened. And I'm like, well, that's fucking crazy. And then I turn around and there's this couple. I was like, hey, because I wind up talking to the couple. I said, this is my wife. The one I was telling you about. And Mrs. Mocha like stuck her nails in my thigh. So I know that means these are the people. So she's like, oh, I got to run to the bathroom, which means. I got to follow you. And she's like, I am not playing with those people. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm definitely fucking his, his wife. <laughs> but I so I am, I am going to <laughs> I'm beat the brakes off this pussy. So I get her. So we go back into the room and the husband just wants to watch. So they're watching and I am like, you know, usually I like to, you know, be nice and going easy. And I am trying to rearrange all her furniture. <laughs> when I say right. balls deep, I'm trying to stuff the balls in there. And yeah. she's fucking tapping, so she's yeah. like trying to tap out. And I tell her, I, I, I got her legs folded, and she's beat red. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. I said, listen, here's the rules. I can stop. But I'm not slowing down. I'm not going easy. Which one do you want? Okay, do what you want. And <laughs> commence to pile driving. And then at the end of it, she's like, oh, you, I, I promise I can't make this up. And you can ask Mrs. Mocha. My friend Tyrone at work will never believe this. It was the best shit. <laughs> so we're in the car going home. Mrs. Mocha, like, you know, you're a fucked up person. I'm like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> See if, mm-hmm. if, if I if when I edit this, I might have to play a little drop of the Erica Badu Tyrone <laughs> joint. That's the extent of my experience yes, with it. Yep. It's not that I'm opposed to it, but I've never like I I mean I, I hate to make it sound like this, but I've never really <laughs> I've been I've been fucking every race since I started fucking. So like it was never one of those things where it was it was just never something. If it turned a chick on, I'm like, okay, sure, we can do this. But I only really I haven't really had many experiences with it. So I'll I'll need some tutelage from you fellas. 
Well, I mean, and, I, and I've said this uh, before. I mean, I've, I've done over 100 episodes now, so I, I, there's not really many original thoughts that I can have. But one of the things that I said in the beginning, like you, Mr. Mocha, I've been with with other races and like pagan I'm always putting feelers out there. Like I'm always like, okay, I'm going to give you this rope. Are you going to take mm-hmm. it? Like, let me see how you respond to this, you know? And it doesn't matter. I mean, I've raised play with white, Asian, Latin, European, like it don't matter. I'm going to find a way to get it in there. And mm-hmm. for me, one of the first things that I started to notice was, you know, when I started, you know, fucking with white women, and for the record, I love race play. Just for those of you who haven't picked up on that, it's my, my shit. shit. <laughs> but um, like I can remember the feeling of, you know, because I can remember, you know, you know, I had older uncles and cousins and being around them and remembering that they couldn't act on it maybe the way that they wanted to, but they would talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't care if their little nephews was around. They wasn't censoring themselves. And I'm sure you've all had older uncles who they didn't give a fuck if you was around. They was going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So when I started finding myself in those situations, and this shit may sound weird, but it's like when I was doing it, almost on some Star Wars shit, I could see like their their spectral forms like in the corner. So you're <laughs> fucking for the family. Like, you know, like... <laughs> Yeah, like, like, like I could hear them like cheering me on because I knew that there were generations that came before me that had those urges, but they couldn't act on them because the repercussions were far more severe for them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that they didn't have the thoughts, but they could, they didn't have the freedom to act on them the way that we can now. And I'm not going to lie, like, it was almost like, it was like a cheering section behind me. Like, I could hear them, like, like, yeah, get that young nigga, I mean, do that, I mean, get it for me, you know, like, mm-hmm. all that kind of shit. Like, I, I could hear that shit, and I could see it. And that was when I realized that, yo, I, I like, I'm, I'm not going to shy away from this. I'm not going to act like it's the elephant in the room. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and me and Mr. Mocha, we had actually had a conversation about this earlier. You know, a lot of my listeners know, you know, I talk about it sometimes. I went to a boarding school from the time I was 11 until I graduated high school at 18. And in my boarding school, we had Italians, we had Jews, we had Arabs, we had everything. And we were all brothers. Like, we lived together, like, morning till night, all week. And this was, you know, early 80s. So we would fuck with each other. And race play was a part of that. I mean, I call him, you know, Wap, mm-hmm. Dago, whatever. And he throw back spare chucker, you know, you know, yep. car baby at me. And yep. it was just us kicking it with you. Yeah. And I knew that. And, 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 and this played out, like, if we ever got into trouble outside of school, he was the first one to have my back. You know what I'm saying? So I knew that he loved me, and I loved him. And that was just the way that we got down. Now, I know nowadays kids get suspended from school and, and all that stuff over things like that, but this was a different time. So I grew up not being overly sensitive to that understanding that both of those things can kind of coexist. And so I've brought that same mentality into my sexual play. And mm-hmm. like Pagan said earlier, I talk about it on my show all the time. Hard dick don't lie. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, for those who may be offended by this, sorry. But like I said, this episode was going to be real. Motherfucker, I lost count how many times I told a bitch, you going to take this nigga dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you, you going to take it. And, and, and like Pagan said before, I don't know if it was today or a previous episode, but 
you give people that, you know, it's almost uh, cathartic in the sense that you give them permission to say, hey, I know you have these thoughts. It's okay to go there. I'm giving you permission to go there. And there's a woman mm-hmm. that I know, an Asian woman, and she wasn't into it at all when I met her. And I got her into it and, you know, yellow this and chink that and gook this. And and now she's, she's texting me telling me, Yo, I can't wait for you to have this gook pussy. She's all in. I mean, New horizons. Yeah, and it's like Pagan said, like you, you let them know that, you know, look, I know you have these thoughts. I know you've probably sequestered them and, and kept them under wraps, but it's cool with me. Like, I like that. So don't be afraid to go there. And, and, you know, you know, it's in his name, Pagan, like you're a primal dude and that's some primal shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, it's in your DNA, man. Listen, you, you, uh, uh, I think Mr. Mocha touched on it earlier. There was times when they tried to keep black men and white women apart so much they would murder a dude. And not like just, you know, quickly. It was such an, a, a rela- it, it was such a big deal to them to keep them apart that you basically, you fucking dumbass racist, created a situation later with your granddaughters where all that history and all that fucking evil you put in the world has made them attracted to the thing that you created a taboo around. So irony of ironies, I'm laughing every day at that. That is something that I think plays into it. I'm stupid ass racist motherfuckers telling, telling like the, they used to say back in the day that black men had bid dicks as a deterrent. They thought that that was something that their women would, would gasp over and fall on the faint, like fall on the fainting couch Uh or whatever the fuck. And they don't. That, that means that they're stupid ass fucking old white men that don't understand women, and never asked them what they really think. The fact that you thought that that would work. So this is a, this partly of their own making. The people that are of the same mentality today that are all upset about this for the basically racist reasons. Those are the same people that perpetuate and give energy to this thing. They don't even realize they're doing. Oh, it. They're feeding it. If every. Yeah, if everybody was was treated equal, there wouldn't, I don't think, be race play because we wouldn't know what to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's a it's it's an irony that they are feeding the thing that they're against when they put like that negative energy into the world. You know. Yeah. So with 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 all of that being said, what I would say to kind of in summation is everybody can't go there. But you can't lie to yourself. You know in your mind and in your heart if you would love to go there. And if you're for, and this is to the white women out there, white women, Asian women, Latin women, whatever. If you're fortunate enough to encounter a black man who gives you permission to go there, man, is it fucking hot. (laughs) I know Mr. Mocha said that he hasn't, you know, he hasn't really experienced yeah, it yet. And that's, that's kind of dope because you got this whole other chapter that you haven't even read yet. Like me, like me, Pagan and Demetria, <laughs> like, oh man, we done read that part already, but Mr. Mocha hasn't read that part of the book yet. So we're, we're excited for you because we know you're, 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 you're even self-confessed. You're like, you're a deviant already yeah exactly so it's like, like i'm one of those people i always do what the fuck i want to do anyway since i never really i never really had desire to do it you know so i didn't do it but you know when the, like the everything has to be right like the fact that i knew she was racist oh yeah tear that shit up mm-hmm. i mean either i'm gonna break it or make you want more of it and and she's trust me she's going to enjoy the shout out because she she like she like proofreads all my episodes but splash is coming up <laughs> And you know that Scarlet is going to be at Splash. Trust me, dog. Go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Scarlet, Scarlet, Scarlet. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, you you know, Splash is coming up, brother. Splash is coming up. 
I'm saying? Splash is coming up, so the rubber will meet the road. You know what I'm saying? You know I'm not afraid. I mean, hey, I'm listen. No, no, not at all. Never, never scared. I'm, look, I'm you know always, mean, I'm they, always they, ready to make something happen. <laughs> yeah, and she's got tick old bitty, so you're like that. <laughs> Sign me up. You know what I'm saying? So, before I let us all get out of here, because we've been rapping for a minute, and I, I knew this was going to be a long episode. You know what I'm saying? But the reason why I wanted to do this is. Like Pagan said earlier, it seems like the women who identify themselves as queen of spades are always taking the brunt of the criticism. And I've alluded to why we choose not to, you know, involve ourselves in those things with those short-sighted people. But I also know that you cannot one, one one of the things I've learned is one ethnicity cannot tell another ethnicity what they should or should not be offended by. I mean, so regardless of what topic they are discussing, a white person trying to tell a black person in this scenario what their position is on why they do this, they're not going to win that battle. Real talk. Like, they're, they're, they're just not going to win it. No matter how much they've researched or how many people they know or talk to, they're always going to use that card. And like I said, you can insert any ethnicity into any position, and it's going to be that way. Like, I can't tell an Asian person what they should or should not be offended by. You know what I'm saying? But the reason why I wanted us to talk about it is, and this is real talk, the shit that they use against them ain't going to fly with us. Nope. The shit, I'll say that again. The shit that they use against them is not going to fly with us. No. You know what I'm saying? In other words, if you want to come to us and have a conversation, cool. But don't try to use none of that bullshit that you use on other people with us. Because we will call you out. Jedi mind tricks don't work here. We, yeah, we will. Yeah, I mean, we, these are not the droids you're looking for. That shit ain't going to work on us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we're addressing it now, letting them know that if you want to step into this arena, come and talk to us. Come and talk to us. But don't try to bring none of that bullshit with you because we're going to call it out. We're going to call it out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. before I let y'all all get out of here, I just kind of want to get in closing what each of you want to say to kind of type to put a nice little bow on all this. So, Mr. Mocha, I want you to go first because you, you know, you new to the, the China shop joint. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I want you to, to, to go first, you know, to kind of tie all this up. Just Just share your thoughts with the people, man. You would pick me as soon as I mute my mic and start eating pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here trying to be discreet, discreetly, you know, curve my hunger. And, and you like, hey, he just started eating pretzels. Mr. Mocha, you're up. <laughs> Let me go ahead and get these crumbs off my hand. Um, no, I appreciate it. Um, I, I, I love this. I love this. Um, I think that, like Pagan said earlier, um, it's nice for us. It's nice to talk to a group of guys, strong guys who have different, different viewpoints and see things from different vantage points. Um, Pagan, you definitely, you, you definitely, you definitely on my list of the cool people. And you know, D and Mike like brothers, so you know we <laughs> we, we good there. Uh, I would say to, in closing, when it comes to. The concept of BBC for the fellas out there, the men out there who are getting offended, like Pagan said earlier, what part of it offends you? If it's not for a reason that a reason that required a lot of thinking, if you're just upset because you're jumping on a bandwagon or because you're angry and you want you want a cause to to get on or you want a, a want a weapon to attack 
you know, people in the lifestyle with, you know, you don't represent me. And to me, the fact that the fact is, is after being in lifestyle for all the years I've been in lifestyle, I can only say I've probably met one or two people who were who's been offended by the term BBC. And that's pretty good. I mean, we, we I love statistics. Statistically speaking, you're never going to have 100 percent of a vote. The only people I'm going to talk to in, on my podcast or in general, the only people I talk to is the 80 percent. The other 20 percent, the the anomalies or the the exceptions, we're not talking to you. You know, I'm talking to people on average, on average, you know, the average black guy in the lifestyle that has a big dick knows how to use it. It's complimented when somebody says on his profile, hey, I'm looking for a BBC. Hell, on all the lifestyle pages, there are thousands of black men who refer to themselves as BBC. Mm-hmm. That being said, yeah, you know, we're advertising it. And if you don't qualify as a BBC or ABC and you got an LBC... <laughs> That's me, ABC. I mean, hey, you know, if you don't fit within that 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 thing, don't get mad at the next person. You know, and as far as the ladies out there who call themselves, you know, queen of spades, if you come at me and say you're a queen of spades, I expect you to act accordingly. Don't just throw it out there loosely. The one thing that I love when I talk to D about is the type of if you're going to claim that I expect you to treat me like a king because mm-hmm. I can only respect you if you're living, living the life the way you, you claim it. So I'm going to expect a certain behavior out of you. If you're going to walk around wearing that badge, you know, and for the people out there that's hating on the women who are the queen of spades, go fuck yourselves. If you don't have a fetish, if you yep. don't have a desire, if you don't have something that is your thing, because you are so holy and you're spending all day every day in church, you you can you can be offended by it, but you better be offended by every fucking thing else. Otherwise, get out, leave, get leave their fantasy alone. How is it hurting you? Where's the pain? Like, how do people jump on these things where, oh, something that that person is doing in their own personal life behind closed doors is affecting me to the point where I can't focus? Get the fuck off the Internet. Mm -hmm. Go hang out with a different group of people. Mind your fucking business. Let people enjoy their lives. Don't fuck with people's fantasies. Yep. Don't knock on my door. (laughs) Don't knock on my bedroom door. (laughs) Don't step. Don't don't step on my lawn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Clint Eastwood, get off my lawn. <laughs> I, I yeah. Dimitri, I want you want you address this first, man, just to kind of tie everything up. What you what you got to say, brother? Well, um, you you yeah, you know my brothers. It's always an honor, you know, to sit here and chop it up with you guys, uh, and having an open dialogue and uh, expressing from expressing your opinions from a different point of view. You know, the best thing about it is that I always used to say this is very entertaining and educating for the patrons and our followers, but also we also are educating ourselves because your opinions are different and they also hold some facts to it. So you can share the information and knowledge and avoid it. So, and uh, as for the people, I try to tell them, Stay humble. Keep an open mind. You know, if you want to be judgmental about the situation, the environment, the lifestyle, the kinks, the fetish, this bubble is not for you. I'm hoping. This lane, this lane is not for you. I'm pretty sure you can find your own little bubble somewhere over there where you, a bunch you can complain and bitch and do whatever you want to do. But guess what? You're not going to hear it because we're too busy having fun over here. <laughs> leave us the fuck alone, mm-hmm. and we're going to leave you the fuck alone. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it's that simple. 
But for the patrons and the followers that's listening, that's going to listen or have listened, and uh, they want to come back, like you said, and have a conversation or dialogue with respect, we welcome it. And uh, we here. So I'm looking forward to it again, my brothers. I thank you. I appreciate it. And I love you guys. Love you back, bro. Real talk. All right, Mr. Pagan. <laughs> In summation, man, you got to say the, the top, put a, po, a bow on all this. Man, those brothers put it so well. Um, I, I'm with you, uh, both of you guys. Like, I echo it, man. It's, it's always a pleasure to chop it up with you guys. It's, you know, we, we're in different areas of the country, but that's how rare you, you guys are. So it's not like you can just hang out with people like this all the time. So I appreciate it too. Um, yeah, man, you know, it occurs to me that like, you know, we live in a time where people like, you know, they go back in time and they dig up your stuff and your old tweet from 10 years ago. And, you know, they, they try to take it down and ruin your life. <laughs> and, you know, when you say things now, they, they live forever, you know, and it was funny because I was thinking about this and this, this podcast and just being frank and being honest. And it really is kind of freeing because as you guys have also pointed out, if there's a person who wants to have a respectful debate about this subject, I, I really am interested. I, I think I've shown that like just, you know, all of us have in this conversation we've debated amongst ourselves. Mm -hmm. That is something that we clearly are intelligent men that would love and would love to hear another perspective, get out of our, our little echo chamber. If you all are the other type that Mr. Mocha was talking about, well, you basically got some religious or social or family or all three of them mixed together, some kind of thing that's keeping you from it. Or you have some kind of a, you know, legitimate thing like a, you know, around race or some trauma and it's not you know, fun to you and you think it's, it's very upsetting. I get that. And I respect that. And I'm, I'm there for you, honestly. I'm not there for you coming over here, though, as you guys pointed out. Mm hmm thinking that you should have a voice in what other people do or that we're putting out something that's negative into the world. Mr. Mocha started off this whole conversation talking about the end of the day, when you're around a queen of spades, we can debate what the name is. They're worshipers and honorers of black men. You may not understand what it is. If you get upset by that term, you may not have been around that energy. You would not call it something derogatory. That, to me, is something that if you don't take the time to understand that side of it and you get upset, you can go fuck yourself. I'm not going to be friends with you anyway because you're probably closed-minded about some other shit, too, mm -hmm. you know, and you're just not going to be for me. So why would I even mm -hmm. bother worrying about it? And I'll take that as far as, like, I want to be employed by people who are cool with people. I want to be uh, around people. And if that means I lose an opportunity here and there because someone thinks that that's, that's weird and deviant and wrong, God bless you because I don't want to be in that circle with you anyway. And that's how I'm just going to go forward, just living truthfully. And anyone who wants to talk about this subject or anything in the lifestyle, because let's face it, this whole thing about race and especially race play is a subset of BDSM. Mm -hmm. And... That's why I use the analogy no more than you think BDSM means actual violence out on the street should race play be looked at as actual racism because something is racial does not mean it is racist. You about to make me act so up out in these streets, man. Everybody can calm down and try to look at other people's point of view and let them live. That's all I ask. <laughs> no, no real talk, man. Real talk. Um, for me to to sum all everything up, first of all, you know where we seem to be in this age of giving flowers uh, with everything that's happened. You know the untimely passing of Kobe and you know DMX uh, and you know uh, everybody wants to give flowers. So I'm not going to shy away from that from 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 giving my brothers their flowers. You know what I'm saying, and I'm not shy or ashamed or less of a man for saying I love each and every one of you motherfuckers you know what I'm saying um, y'all came into my life for a reason and 
I appreciate the hell out of it. I welcome every fucking opportunity I get to talk to y'all. Every time we talk, I always say, yo, just a couple of minutes. And it always winds up being like an hour conversation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with, get me yo that with, once with, a fucking week at least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. And I, I, I would, I would send a message out like who I really hope listens to this are other dudes, other black dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, for the most of y'all, you're only scratching the surface of what this lifestyle can be. Like, it's so much more than what you think it is. And if you just get out of your own way and allow yourself to enjoy it and to push it and to move it forward, there's a world of experience that's that's out there for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are times to fight the fight. And there are times to just go with the fucking flow. You know what I'm saying? And yep. I'm going to go with the flow kind of dude until I don't feel like going with the flow. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I've been looking forward to doing this episode for a long time, I was just waiting for the right cats to come along to do it with. And, you know, y'all came into my life and I was like, okay, these are the cats that I need to do it with. But uh, I had a conversation with Pagan and he said it beautifully in that we're not trying to get you to not believe what you believe. We give you the freedom to believe what you believe, to walk the path that you want to walk. Give us the same respect. I mean, we're not we're not victims in this. And that's one thing that I see a lot coming from our community lifestyle related when talking about this is they treat us like we're victims, like we don't understand what's going on. Mm. We are fully aware of what's going on. We are willing (laughs) participants. We are just secure enough in ourselves where that other shit that bothers you and throws you out of whack doesn't affect us the same way. I mean, don't question our blackness. Don't question how much we are for the cause, for the culture, for whatever. Don't question that because you're going to lose that battle. You're going to lose. You know what I'm saying? We just also know how to have fun and we're not afraid to do (laughs) what we enjoy doing. We're not afraid to confront that head on. Because guarantee you, the shit that we talk about, the shit that you act like you ain't down with, I guarantee you, 90% of y'all are beating your dicks to it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to make me choke on the pretzel, y'all man. Are beating your dicks to it. <laughs> I got another story. Yeah, man. I got another story about that, but I'll tell you about that shit off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but that's that's how I feel, man. Like, and that's why I say we are the right people to have this conversation. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to be on yeah. no high on the horse shit. I ain't trying to be on no, you know, we're better than anybody. No, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that we've walked this walk. We've been through it. We've lived through it. I mean, we've come out of the other side of it. Like I said, man, we got 80 years combined in this shit. We got almost a C note in this shit. There's value in that. There is nothing that anybody can say to any one of us that we have not seen, done. In other words, I'm sure all of us, we're beyond being shocked. There's nothing I don't think that anybody on this planet can say to any one of us that would shock us. Yeah. No. We've, yeah. we've, been ar- yeah. we've been around it far too long. You know what I'm saying? So we're just trying to give yeah. people a different perspective, a different way to look at it. And like life is serious enough as it is, man. This lifestyle is about fun. And there's nothing wrong with having fun doing something that would probably offend most of the people that you know. And that in itself is fun. Like I like knowing that I get down with shit and I like doing shit that would 
ruffle the feathers of people that I know. Like, man, if they only knew what I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If everybody was doing it, it, it wouldn't be as yeah. fun if everybody was doing oh, abs- it. Absolutely. Like, it, it, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I you you uh you made some good points, Michael. I I, I can send out a little uh a, a positive energy to all those 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 guys we were referring to out there, the haters and the people who are closed minded and you know think you know things are awful or whatever. You could also take something away from this. Like you could take a little bit of like the two things that I noticed about all of us is if you are a judgmental fuck, go fuck yourself. Yeah. 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 If you are a positive person who wants to have a conversation about these things. It's pretty obvious we're the ones to talk to. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, though, you can take a little bit of our go fuck yourself. I don't care what you think with you. And you could take a little bit of our live and let live with you. And next time you just won't be so judgmental about what someone else does. You can still hold your beliefs, like you said, Michael, but you don't have to apply them to others so much. And maybe just take that away from this podcast. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I see every one of you guys doing. You know, also, I think the the one thing that everyone said is is having a conversation. I define a conversation as an exchange of ideas. If you want to talk to me and just be combative, it's not going to work. And then also, usually the people who complain the most, the people with the least amount of experience. You know, it's like Kobe Bryant day one trying to talk to Michael Jordan about how much better he is. It doesn't make sense. You know, have an experience in the lifestyle. It's not like we came across his shit and we didn't take all the lumps, the bumps, the bruises. And it's not like when we first got into it, we got into it with a wide open mind. We, we, mm-hmm. it's time that opened our minds up because you have to think, you know, think about yourself year one, year three, year five, year 10. So I don't knock the people who have these viewpoints, but I will correct them when they're telling me how I should feel and how I should perceive something, especially when most of these guys who are complaining will never experience the things that we've experienced because they don't have the capacity to do so. I mean, the word earlier was, I think, opportunity. A lot of them don't have the opportunity to do the things that they complain about because they don't have the capacity. They don't have the the capacity to be the BBC that people are fantasizing about. When I throw parties and new people, they come into the parties, they're like, oh, well, you know, what kind of guys are these? Well, the guys who come to these parties are just as, just as successful as you are. They drive cars just as nice as yours. They speak just as well as you do. And they just happen to be black and have large penises. So when you come in, I mean, and and, uh, the SKD made a great point. There's a reason in the lifestyle. When you go to BBC parties, you see the same group of guys. The same reason you see the same group of BBC Mm -hmm. on porn, because the ones that you fantasize about aren't easy to find. There are not many of them. There's not a whole lot of us out there. And that's why in a particular area, you'll go to a party with the high quality, quote unquote, BBC, and you're going to see the same ones because we're not a dime a dozen, contrary to popular opinion. We're not. Mm-hmm. True that. Um, yo, Mr. Mocha, I'm glad that you got that last word. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like I said, because you're the, the newest member of this clique and I'm, I'm, I'm sure I speak for everybody. Glad to have you brother. I'm saying we glad to have you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Brother from another, brother from another mother over there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And like I said, we could talk about this shit for hours, man. Hopefully, like I said, we gave people food. We did. (laughs) <laughs> we, we just did, did. <laughs> yeah yeah no, it's three hours you know what i'm saying yeah no i mean we could go for three hours i mean i got more topics i could throw out there but I ain't trying to hold nobody up. i mean it's late for us you know i mean pagan's on the west yeah, coast yeah. so he's you know he's still got the night ahead of him but you know, it's, it's, it's it's late for us but uh late for you you don't always love three o'clock in the morning what you talking about late for you 
Well, I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be respectful of people's time, man. You know, you know, Pagan's a hard worker. I mean, you know, he, he's the, if you know, he's the hardest dude to track down, even though you like recording all the time. So you was like blowing us off. Like, well, I can't do it this time. And I can't do it. That time. You, was, you was like the stuck up bitch in this whole shit. It's got to be one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know. That's how we get in the club. That's how we get in the club with exactly. that bitch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, we, so, we, so we, you know, we had, to, we had to make it work. You know what I'm saying? We had to make it work. But I meant what I said earlier in the group text about we need to get a weekend in Atlanta where it's just the four of us and we invite a couple of, of Queen of Spades and we just kick it, talk, cigars, steak, or I know Pagan's on some tofu shit. Oh, you know what I'm man. saying? No. Oh, what? Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. He just make it up. He oh. just make it up shit now. Nah, just making I it really up. I really like the guy yeah, who's gotta... in it, too. Like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, man, we got we to we got, we got, we have some veggie burgers for my man. Hey, look, I was going to invite. Listen, okay, whatever, was invited man. to my house, but I'm not sure, Pagan. Like, we may have to talk about this, man. This is bullshit. This is not even true. He's making it up. <laughs> I got a few things already picked out. <laughs> oh man, no. Michael starting this shit. Nah, but this is this has been real, man. I enjoyed this. Uh, I hope my listeners get not only a kick out of listening, but learn something. You know what I'm saying, and I would implore if you're a guy in this lifestyle, especially a, a man of color, and you really want to get the most out of this apple that you can not just listen to it, but take it to heart. And what we're really saying is don't be so serious in this shit, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like have, don't be afraid yeah. to have fun with it. There are plenty of opportunities in life to be serious about shit. This lifestyle is not that lame, man. Have fun with it. Get people to explore, get people to open up, get people to break free of those restraints. You know what I'm saying? And 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 just 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 live in the moment. You know what I'm saying? So with all of that being said, big ups to my my guests, Pagan, Dimitri, Mr. Mocha. I mean, Pagan, if you follow him on Twitter, he's always got some kinky shit to say. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dimitri, I mean, Splash Mocha, if you haven't been, get there. You owe it to yourself to get there. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Mocha, O-Faces podcast. It's only a matter of time, I know, before Pagan is a guest. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know it's already in the works. Hey, you know something? <laughs> you know I'm saying? I'm looking. Can you spell my podcast name? Because somebody was like, somebody got in there was like, dude, the pod, your podcast had a midget on it. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, oh, there's one that's spelled <laughs> Oak Faces without a Z. I'm like, what the fuck? Nah, it's, it's with an O-F-A-C-E-Z. Exactly. At O-F-A-C-E-Z on Twitter. O-Faces. O-Faces now, 1 As far on as Twitter. the podcast, I'm sorry, O-Faces 1. So who had O-Faces? <laughs> who had, no, who had O-Faces without the 1? No, no, it's... Was that a, no? Someone was that already taken? Has a podcast that's O faces spelled correctly. Oh, and somebody okay. told me they were listening to this, and they said something like, "Yeah, so the midget that you had on there with the big dick." I'm like, "What? The, the midget with a big dick, <laughs> Mrs. Mocha?" <laughs> I mean, I, let me go talk what to you this been doing? and see what she's been doing. <laughs> Why are you calling me a midget? Exactly. What? Well, like at least I got a big like, dick out of it. Hey, hey, we we know Mr. Mocha yeah. is sensitive about his height, so don't be throwing <laughs> that around. Hey, listen, just because I'm not listen, all of y'all six three, six four, five eleven is respectable. <laughs> Yo, but you, oh. but you all chiseled and everything, though. I mean, so there's a little give and take in that. You know what I'm saying? You know, there, there, yeah. there, there's a give and take in that. We ain't all brolic like you are. Well, Dimitri well, got the, all the he, pretty big, he big and. Yeah, Dimitri got the shop. He's big and tall. Like, he got everything. <laughs> he everything, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kid just look good. And he had nerve to tell me that. I look intimidated. Hey, man, people think you look intimidated. And I'm like, have you looked at yourself? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking that's up that, in yeah. here, that's looking down at me, telling me that people think I look intimidating. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, you scared all the fucking guests. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's that's that Florida, that's that Florida fried fish diet. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, but look, oh, man, man, that's what let the people know. You know who I am. This is Michael C, the host of the Keys and Anklets podcast. To my Patreon supporters, I say it all the time. But I love y'all. Y'all are the fuel that makes this engine go. I wouldn't be able to do this without your generosity. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Those of you who are not yet Patreon supporters, like I always say, maybe this will be the episode that will convince you that, you know what, we need to support this Michael C. dude. You know what I'm saying? He's making a difference. We like what he's doing. We like the way he's promoting the lifestyle. And, you know, we want, we want to see him keep doing what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, this has been another installment of The China Shop with my esteemed colleagues, my brothers, you know, Luddy's dudes. So hopefully you learned something from this. And with that being said, I will see you when I see you. Peace. Peace.